Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Fail Like an Artist with your hosts, Julie Battisti and me, Phoebe Ganza, a podcast discussing all the ways we've failed as artists with insight, advice and humour. Each episode, we will discuss a failure and what we've learned from it. Howdy doody, Julie. Howdy doody, Phoebe. Yeah, I'm all right. You, you look a bit less... Like, razzle tazzle I got I put on my nice dressing gown for you to- I was gonna say are you wearing a is yeah. that a dressing gown I'm glad this is not a visual medium because I'm not looking I mean it's that aesthetically pleasing right now I, I feel like you need to do remember when I did the, the dance in my tracksuit trousers I don't think anyone needs to see that to be honest <laughs> It's a nice dressing gown, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry that you're not you're not feeling a hundred percent today. Yeah, Julie, you're amazing to be oh, no, coming along just... and participating in the podcast. Oh, I think I'm just getting <sighs> so excited to get back to it regularly. It's yeah. Just... yeah, yeah, me too. I was I was looking forward to it all day. Actually, I was like, ah, oh, finally sit down and record with Julie. How's your week been? How's my week been? Um, be honest oh it's not been the most productive week I've had a lot that I wanted to do and I've really struggled actually to if I like yeah if I'm if I'm gonna be totally honest I have really struggled this week to kind of get in a groove of painting I don't know why I don't know what what's going on really um I've got a painting that I've started finally (laughs) but it took oh just it's taken me so long to kind of actually put brush to canvas last time we uh, spoke yeah what that would have been like a last time we had a big conversation about what you were making mm. you had like a bunch of things that you had just finished like I remember when I was in Melbourne I was like you're being so productive you've got so many things on the go was that? and it feels like you finished all of those so you had your de novo rounds yeah you had a few big pieces that you're putting into prizes you put had a few pieces in yes. Molly exhibition I'm sorry, yeah. I really should be able to remember everything that you do, but I don't. But you had a whole bunch of work that you were finishing. Yeah. And so this... Yes, so I, yeah. Yeah. Yes, so it's, I guess, yeah, it kind of does tie in with what we wanted to chat about today, mm. actually, which is kind of like thinking about the next phase. Um, and I, I think I feel a bit in that kind of no man's land of um, when some things are finished. And I don't know about you, but... Well, it, I, I guess it's different for me because you don't have school-aged children yet. Sorry, I feel like I'm a little rumbling over my words. Um, so, I've, you know, when you don't have school-aged children, you, you don't have the sort of looming school holidays mm. in the same way that I do. And there literally is no, there's going to be a blink of the eye and they're going to be at home with me for like 
700 years or something. Um, <laughs> it feels like, no, seven weeks. I love my children. Make it sounds so appealing. <laughs> it's so lovely. It's just, it's just, it's just very long, you know, and it's got Christmas at the beginning. So they're all just totally wired and excited. And it's very kind of, it just, everything sort of feels like very full on and there's always so much going on with the schools and because there are all three different schools there's like stuff happening like all the time I've got to be like going places after school and getting them organized for trips and outings and oh it's just intense and like only a person who's got kids at school will kind of be nodding their head going yeah 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 um so this time of year just is I don't know as soon as it hits December it just feels like I can feel my freedom kind of slipping away a bit and then just knowing that what's ahead and it it almost puts me into a kind of freeze mode a bit mm. like even and it's silly because I think I've got to finish things or I've, I should do that now before I can't and and but then I get a little bit like overwhelmed by the things I want to do and then the thinking there's no point because that's gonna as soon as I've gotten into that then I wonder if you could like pivot and make this time into like your brainstorming time for the year ahead. I know that you don't love planning, but it could be a really good time for you to sort of like jot down your ideas and and Mm. really cherry pick through them instead of. I think, I think that's probably right. I, I did kind of, well, I've started a painting that I was like, oh, I should probably do something to try and sell. make some money I I really do I don't know about you I really find that that works for me like when you paint something with the idea that this will be commercial like this will be really no I mean not not well it's I'm not doing it because like it's a painting I've wanted to paint for ages it's been on my it's been in my like I really want to paint this painting for Mm. ages um kind of like folder that I've got of you know things I want to paint um uh and I and I have had people who've asked like are you, are you going to have more like this you know so it's not that like I'm just trying some random new idea and thinking or, or like doing when you some were talking before I thought you'd said I picked one as though like you picked one intuitively because you loved it like you're describing yeah. now and then yeah. your secondary thought was I probably should have picked one no that would sell easily that. as in like you should have I... spent the time thinking about one that was more commercial and I was no. thinking oh. I don't know. I reckon no. The ones I didn't. I, I, if I if that came. I'm sorry. If I said if it, if it came across like that, I don't know. I'll listen back and. It could um, be my listening no. or your talking. <laughs> it could be both. Could be both. <laughs> oh, la 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 la! Welcome to the podcast. How much of that are we going to cut out, dear <laughs> listener? It's ten nine minutes in. <laughs> Does it look like it's only two on your uh, screen? Um, no, I picked one that I really wanted to paint, mm. and then but then I just couldn't start it. Like yeah. I just couldn't start it. And I, I faffed about and I did bits and bobs and yeah. tidied and faffed a bit more. <laughs> then decided to do a post on Instagram and then decided I needed to go online shop for something for one of my kids and, you know, all of these things. Yeah. And then, oh, I need to go to town because I've got to post this thing. And, you know, suddenly, oh, no, it's the end of the day. And, you, and it's just like, oh, well, I didn't get to paint today. Yeah, I've literally got a stack of things on this desk, three of which I need to send to you, and I just haven't. I feel like going to the post office is just like an insurmountable. Oh, I know. I went the other day and the queue was so long that I felt like I literally just wanted to (laughs) scream. And then this lady sort of sidestepped. As if she was going to cut in in front of me. She was an older lady. And I was like, I'm, listen, I, I'm next. <laughs> I like, heard myself say out loud. Like, and she was like, I know, I know. And I was like, sorry, sorry. Did you get your elbows out? <laughs> like, honestly, I, I was like, I got like, I was like, oh, now I've got Q rage. <laughs> but I was like, I've been waiting so long. Oh, don't put it in front of me. I was there like, honestly, 25 minutes or something. And in the same spot, you know, when you're like, I cannot, like, this is just ridiculous. I can't handle it. Um, Anyway. Um, But, yes, so for me, it's been a bit of a procrastinating week. But I did finally sort of get into it today, my painting, and I was like, oh, I'm enjoying this. Why didn't I start this on Tuesday (laughs) or Monday? (laughs) It's now Thursday. Oh, well. Um, But tell me about your week. How's your week been? 
painting wise or life wise apart from being under uh, it's been uh, it's been really lovely to be back in the studio but it's been slow going so we've got a bit of um, work going on in our house at the moment which has meant I've had to take Elfie out for walks for some of his lunchtime naps he usually has a good mm. and that's usually when I get a good chunk of painting done mm. Um, but that's been nice, like a nice diversion. And then I've been sick, so I haven't been painting heaps at night, which is actually, you know, part of me was thinking I'm sick and it's probably because I'm run down because I've been going so hard at it all year. And part of me just mm-hmm. thinks there's not, it's not always, okay, yes, I probably am a bit run down, but no, it doesn't really work. Like you don't get punished for working too hard. No. Sometimes <laughs> you just get sick. Like it's just one and of Sometimes those when you've got two children, you just get sick. <laughs> disease vectors. Um Yeah. But I have taken it easy, so lots of early nights and baths, and hopefully that'll pass soon because I really do want to crack on and start making a little bit more progress. But I have been; it's been really nice to be back. And it's interesting that you say. I'm just interested in picking. Like I'm really interested in picking up on your the language that you use when you when you talk about things because like. Just then, you're like you you say um, I'm, I'm keen to make a bit more progress. And so I feel like you're still in that mindset of like, you like last year when you, oh, this, this year, I'm, still, I'm talking about like last year, like, yeah. we're still in the year. I know, I've you written know, like, off 2023. <laughs> so I'm me. already in yeah, 2024. It's, it's last year to me. <laughs> 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 um, uh, but like, I feel like you still, I don't know, maybe it's just the way I think I listen to you, but I, I'm like, is she feeling like I've got to make progress? I've got to make progress. Rather than like, I want to just be painting. I, I wanted to get in the studio to do to just. Enjoy oh, do you know what? Time. It's because I'm in that boring underpainting stage with a whole bunch of my works, mm. and I do find that bit, it can just be a little bit. I feel like it goes on for a while, and the part that mm. I really look forward to is that next coat where it sort of starts to take shape. Okay, and I, I just haven't quite gotten past the beginning stage where it is really loose and usually really quick. Normally, it would be totally done in a week mm, but I'm still not quite it's you know there's something that would normally take me a week has sort of taken me two and and that's that can I guess for you knowing your pace that can be frustrating oh yeah like I but that's you know part of I think so oh, we probably should introduce the topic 15 minutes in um <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna we were aiming like our broad theme topic today was going to be about rebooting or new beginnings and starting yeah but part of what I want to bring into my practice a little bit more in the next year is thinking about things a little bit more rather than I always feel like I've been under so much time pressure that I just jump into the next thing without Mm. actually thinking it through too much and I think one of the things that came out of the exhibition is I was really when it was all hung, I was really glad to have painted the flowers and clouds, mm. but I don't know that it was a necessarily that much of a considered idea at the beginning. I sort of just went, oh, I'll just do that without actually thinking it through. Right. And I think because at the beginning I thought I was going to do at least seven of each, which would have felt like a really big collection. And then when it got cut back and back and back and mm. I only had five of each, I remember getting to the end and thinking, I don't know if this was the smartest choice. And while I was happy with the end result – I think the fact that it wasn't thought through at the beginning left me wondering the whole way through. Whereas I think had I made that choice deliberately in the beginning, I would Mm. have backed myself the whole way. But instead I was sort of felt like I wasn't that sold on it until I saw it all up on the walls. And I went, okay, yeah, it did work. But I Mm. can't, part of me wonders how much of a fluke that is because it wasn't like it was, I don't know. Yeah. I just think there's something. Yeah, because in... you sort of na- you get you came up with the name. Well, we, we've talked about how you kind of struggle yeah. with naming the idea, the the concept behind the um, exhibition. Like that was something that you did mm. fairly late on in the, the, you know, rather than coming up with that idea at the beginning and going right, okay, above and below, how can I, yeah. how can I articulate this in art? Like, what am I going to paint? Like, which, like for my next show, which is at the end of 2025, so quite a while away, which is great. Mm-hmm. So I'm not jumping into anything anytime soon. Good. Um, but I've already got the idea for that. And so I'm already considering things and working up towards it. Right. And actually that to me feels way better. And yeah. at the moment I'm going through this period of having all of these ideas and I yeah. don't want to just jump straight in. I actually want to just take yeah. a beat and think about them, plan them through before I jump in and start the actual yeah. making part of it. I've got plenty to go on with in the meantime. It's not like I've got a lack of things to do. No, but I feel like I always work ten steps ahead without actually 
just <laughs> pausing to think about that first step a few a little bit more yeah yes that's in, that's really good yeah I love that I think um you know bringing back the whole point of the, the podcast you know, we we started off with this idea that we would talk about um failures and so you know um when I was thinking earlier, like, oh, what our topic is going to be rebooting, I was thinking it's not really like a failure. It's not really like, it's not what we, you know, like it doesn't really feel like this is something we've failed at. But then I think you can kind of tie in of how in the past have you, yeah. fa- you know, failed at kind of rebooting or how in the past have you failed at starting off something? And I think we've all rushed headlong oh, into yeah. doing things. Um, and and the, this experience, although wasn't a failure by any stretch obviously like your your um exhibition was absolutely phenomenal and to all outside eyes no one was going looking at it going tell you what it would have been better if there were seven of those (laughs) you know like but you know and this is the difference between and this is what we want to kind of unpick as uh as artists is it can always look completely different and everybody outside has got an opinion on yeah, you know, your art or the way you do things or you know the way they do things etc cetera, etc cetera. but it's very much an internal thing that only you oh, know yeah. your own sort of benchmarks and things that felt like at the time like you say not that it was a failure but that it didn't quite feel like the whole way through you're like i'm i'm i f- know this is going to work like i, I feel like with confident for yes a long time and sometimes i think if I'm really honest and think about it, I made the decisions to do that for time reasons. Mm. And so it was because I'd already had a couple of flowers completed, but I didn't want to just, or just jump straight into doing flower work when all that gallery had had previously was clouds. I didn't think it's a, Mm. but, and I think you can almost overthink sometimes those (laughs) things. Like it's a weird (laughs) balance of, but then yeah. I do think, do you know what, you, you can't live your whole life in the coulda, shoulda, woulda. I should have done oh, this. No. I could have done that. But there is stuff that you can learn from it. And the thing that I want to learn from is not what was necessarily commercially successful. It's not about what sold because I think that mm. leads you down the wrong, wrong. path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like how could I have lessened my anxiety around that thinking process? Mm. And Which is such a more valuable lesson. To yeah. Learn. How? What would I have enjoyed more? Like, what would have led me to enjoying the last twelve months more? And I did think I did a reasonable job of not sinking in that too often. But at the end, when I was reflecting back on it, when I was finishing everything, those mm. little thoughts that haunt you. I think it's worth learning from those for next time. Otherwise, you're just going to keep doing the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you. And you. You know. It's good to write them down as well. Well, like we're obviously having a conversation out loud, so it's there. <laughs> but I think as generally artists who are not um, talking to another person, um, you, you can sort of think these things at the time and then a few months might pass or a few years before your next thing like this happens and you might forget. So it is worth kind of thinking to yourself, I should note this down somewhere. <laughs> Well, in terms of so starting new things and yes. rebooting, what do you think mm-hmm. that even means these days? Because you know how sometimes you can think about it and I'm like, do you just keep progressing or do you think mm-hmm. at the end, at what point is an end point? Like, so for me, finishing the work for the exhibition was kind of an end point. But mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm just working and doing yeah. a commission and then is it a like a new gallery and yeah. you know another and commission I, a piece of I do reflect on that conversation that we had with Alice Sheridan a bit where she was talking about not necessarily looking at things in terms of years but more thinking in terms of either like a season or a period in your life mm. or thinking about it in terms of a 10-year plan or a yeah like that has mm. really stuck with me and I'm trying to shift how I think but yeah. instead I'm still always go back to like a 12 calendar month I I think I do and I think I have to be honest, I do think that is because of the the big, you know, summer holidays. I think Mm. it's hard. I think it's probably easier when you're at, like, Alice's age where your children have left home and you don't have that massive um, thing that happens in the middle of your year to disrupt it anymore. Yeah, true. Uh, But I I do tend to work in terms of, like, you know, school terms. So as soon as it comes towards the end of, like, a term... And our terms here in New Zealand are slightly different to they are in the, I know, the UK. 
Um, we don't have like half terms. Uh, we have like a sort of 10 week term and then a two week break. So it's quite nice because it's a bit longer. Um, I know in England it's only like five weeks and you get I love like that you're now just going to describe the school system to everyone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? Somebody might not know. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I wish I was editing this. <laughs> I'm so leaving this in. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. <laughs> um, um, so so what I mean episode. is it gives me a sort of normally like a 10-ish week, sometimes a bit longer, sometimes a bit shorter period of time where I usually sort of feel like that's... Mm. Um, I tend to kind of feel like I want to wind things up before a school holidays. And then I'll sort of, if there's something that I want to do, but it's reaching near a holidays, I normally will hold off because okay. I don't want to kind of get into it and then have to stop because that can feel really frustrating. Well, that's really um, good, interesting one. I'm going to have to jot that down for next year when, when Theo well, starts school. Well, it might be completely different for you You because yeah. you work in the evenings and things. I My energy is just not, very good with that so I do have to kind of like yeah kiss goodbye to long hours of being in the studio sorry I'm gonna have like Um, a bit of a tangential thought here just because it relates to something I was listening to during the week where there were it was sorry yeah oh I thought you were putting your hand up as if to say no 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 tangential thought (laughs) let's say completely linear sorry do your thoughts wrong podcast um (laughs) I was listening to a Sarah Tasker podcast this week, mm-hmm. the um, journal uh, Letters to a Hopeful Creative, I think, and she was talking about advice and how so much of the advice that you hear never always rarely actually fits her as it is. So, mm. like, what works for you is probably not going to work as a oh, cookie-cutter exactly. cookie, cookie mould for me. <laughs> can't even get my words out. But that doesn't mean that I can't learn from that in terms of scheduling things. And like, yeah. I find it so helpful to hear that ahead of sort of – yeah. Because it can be frustrating, um, you know, if you if you sort of like think, oh, I'll be fine. No, it's, I'll be I'll be fine. I'll carry on, you know. But then inevitably things happen, and you suddenly got two weeks where you actually have done hardly anything, and you're like, oh, but I actually really wanted to get all this stuff done, you know. It just doesn't happen, and and I mean, the two week holiday that we have throughout the year are one thing, but the seven week school holiday break that we have from Christmas right through till February I mean that really is a that's really so you, is a bit of a kick in the teeth I know in the past you've done that uh painting a day type thing that you did over summer and you yeah. said earlier in the year that you weren't going to do that but I keep wondering as we get closer mm. I wonder if she'll like I need to get a bit of creativity in every well, day it's and interesting you... you say that it's interesting because I think I said I'm not going to do that right when I was hit, hitting burnout yeah and the thought of anything then was like all getting a bit too much because mm. um, I I haven't made a decision completely but I do know that lo- a lot of people really love that um, that project and I don't know it sort of feels a bit of like my baby now like I have nurtured it and I bought it into fruition like a few years ago and I, I don't know the thought of not doing it sort of feels a little bit like oh I think I don't I think I might feel but like also and then seeing what you do over a month every year it's yeah like seeing exactly your progress every year but, and and I've got some folk I've got like you know million and one photos on my phone and I've got a folder of these photos that I've taken that are a bit of an anomaly type thing that I'm not sure when I'm going to paint you know mm. um and so I was thinking, well, maybe I could make that the thing and do them really small. I mean, not like really small, like postage stamp small, but like, you know, not huge, like 10 centimetres or 15 centimetres or something like, um, yeah, like six or eight inches or something like that. And uh, I don't know. But then, then I was like, well, then I could do this big or then, you know, it's like, then, no, no. And then I could do this. And then, <laughs> and then I could do this. And then how about I frame and them? Then? <laughs> and then I find myself like Googling gold ornate frames and I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> That's actually what I was doing this afternoon when I was like procrastinating, was thinking about the January, January project. Um, for those who don't know, uh, just to give a bit of context. So every year since I think 2019, I've done um, a project that I made up called 31 Days of Creative Practice, which has always started on the 1st of January. 
and it it was really just a thing to keep me kind of sane to spend an hour a day finding time to paint really should have um, just called it surviving school holidays with Phoebe. I really sh- yeah, I really should have, but then <laughs> I probably would have. I love that we've both yeah. gone into this whole ep- like episode assuming that everyone knows what we've been doing for the past <laughs> I know. So I thought, probably should give context because people would be like, what are they talking about? Like, really? I don't know. Um, but, um, but I will have a little bit of a – I think for me having a reboot is always at this time of year like taking a break and not painting for a bit. Mm. It, um over Christmas for sure um by which I mean like at least two weeks during the kind of crazy silly season between like you know when the schools break up and then pretty much January I've often Um, wondered if you use your 31 days of creative practice to sort of trial out ideas on a small scale that you're then going to like well that worked well I might make that a bit bigger or try that in a new way or I I want to do that again I haven't before I've just done little paintings where I've like gone oh I'm just gonna paint um I mean last year I didn't even do 31 days I think I managed like 25 or something and some some days like, of creative practice <laughs> yeah some some days I, tr- I I mean some people did the whole 31 days and I may always kind of make sure that, you know it's not a thing where it's like if you didn't do one day then that's it pull the pin walk away hmm. you know throw it all in the bin burn it um it's more like you know try to do 31 days in a perfect world where everything aligns but realistically if you manage to you know get 20 done in the in over the month then that's great so it was I definitely missed the, the odd day here and there mm. um and just sort of said oh I've missed it today so yeah didn't do it life happened um, especially at the end when we went on holiday and so you know it really was quite challenging I know but then it's like making that decision of do I need to take all of my art stuff away on holiday yeah. or Which do I, I did just... in a little box you know yeah. <laughs> and it was nice I mean like I did I think three or four pieces when I was away on holiday and it was nice it was nice because the kids would be like having their downtime you know really playing a game on the iPad or watching a movie or whatever and it was like well you know I could read a book or I could sit here and do a little painting for an hour and mm. um it was that's the kind of relaxing that you know us <laughs> creatives tend to like to do so it wasn't it wasn't like I felt I never felt stressed by it like oh I've got to do it because that was never the point and, yeah. and you know the moment it becomes like that is when I want to never do it again um <laughs> but I, I do quite like the idea of so I haven't really I, I think I, I will spend December thinking about Mm. Um, what should I do if I go ahead? That was my um, next question to you. Yeah. Was like, will you then spend that time sort of thinking about the year ahead? Yes. And is that just a process in your head or your notes up on your phone or oh. like drawn on a journal? Hmm. <laughs> it's on my, it's in my mind map. Your mind map. <laughs> um. I, I just see that. I just <laughs> it would be a that. wondrous thing. There's a, there's a, there's a phrase I just heard the other day, um, because my son was keen my oldest son he's just turned 15 he's keen to get into a game called Dungeons and Dragons which I had no idea about anyway so I went into this local game shop to ask about it and like what do I need to buy because it all just is very confusing and she said here's the game and it comes with the dice and the instructions book and I was like where's the board game part where's the board and the figures and she said oh no 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 you don't the thing with Dungeons and Dragons is it's in theatre of the mind. So you it's all imagined in your head. So you imagine the board and you imagine the where they are. And, and I was like, oh, yes, that sounds cool. And um, I can imagine that my son would be really into that. And she was like, yeah, I find it really hard because I don't have a – I have one of those um, no images in my mind when I think. I don't think in pictures. I She's like – and I'm like – what is going on up there? <laughs> I can't imagine. It's elevator music. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, cool. That's sad for you, but bye. Um, so, yeah, so I liken my planning to be a bit of a theatre of the mind situation <laughs> going on. Do you know what I was thinking earlier? This is my come across. We, are, we can cut it out if I'm being a mole. <laughs> we were like, maybe he's gone on a tangent too far. <laughs> No, no, no. This wasn't even to do with the tangent about Dungeons and Dragons. I actually saw the point there. Like there was a, a thread of correlation. You, was... you you stuck with me? You're learning, Juicy. Well done. On the train with you. 
Thank you. This means so much. <laughs> when I was asking you about your ideas, for you, I just imagine it being like a big black hat, like a magician's hat with like all of the ideas. And when you're deciding what to paint next, it's like, oh, yes. <laughs> so that's quite a good idea. Maybe I should physically get a hat. Yeah. <laughs> I was explaining to someone the other day, and this is not going to really be very interesting. We might have to cut it out because... I it's I'm gonna do stuff with my hands and people aren't gonna see it, so I'll just try and describe it with my mouth. Good. Uh, <laughs> my mouth instrument. <laughs> God, I haven't drunk any gin. I yeah, you may still be a little I'm, bit rusty this week, guys. I have always thought of a year. <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna say this out loud. Right, in the theatre of my mind, <laughs> a year is it's like I'm on a giant board game a bit like <laughs> Sorry. so you know like a board game for like um uh like articulate or something it's like a round it's like round and it's made of lots of wedges of um like trivial pursuit yes like that like that trivial pursuit so you, you can yeah. imagine that right yeah so that's the year for me and it's on a plane in front of me like this and the year the months are all marked around it and the point of view from me is whatever day it's on. So I can see ahead of me at the moment, like December's here. And then it goes around there's January over there. And there's all the birthdays are kind of marked out as like a little place on the board. Right, bring it back, to, bring it back it. to up. <laughs> but does other people think like that? <laughs> I don't tend to think of my year as a circle. <laughs> really? Because I can't. No. I can't not think of it. Like when someone says December or talks about a month. I'm at the end of the I circle. Can, I can see where it is on my imaginary board game. <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful little time in, inside your head, isn't it? <laughs> okay. oh, I honestly so didn't know what you were going to say next then. It was like a fabulous fairy tale that I've never heard before. <laughs> okay. Well, do write in um, if you also have. <laughs> Some interesting way of thinking about a year and I how it. A year as a spreadsheet. <laughs> really? How on brand? <laughs> as in, like the months definitely go downward in like. No, a... no, it goes round. <laughs> the wedges, the wedges of the. It's like here, and when you say like trying to plan. And being a board game, all mm. I can think about is that most years it feels like someone has picked up that board game and like given it a shake. Yeah, where all the pieces yeah. have then gone. Yeah, and you're like the only it. piece. The only piece is me, and then <laughs> I'm I'm the main character, and I'm I'm the only piece, and I move around, and um, you know, the only pieces that are fixed are like birthdays and things that can't be changed, and everything else that appears is just you know who knows. <laughs> but I think going back to your question, um. I think it will be really good for me to practice a bit of Juliaism. Um, it's a new word. Um, and let's not make that. A... <laughs> it's a new thing now. Um, I'm gonna. I think I might write it down because I do. As part of uh, the January um, 31 days thing aside, because that's not really. That always feels like a little anomaly. That's not in your circle. Have, it's in my circle, but it's like January is like. It's like a different color, you know. It's See, a different, like a- one of those kind of tables weird. that expands. Well, it's just it's just like mark it's just like highlighted <laughs> out as like yeah. not not really real art. Like it's art, but it's not. It's like January is just a very separate like. I wonder segment. if that's why you always end up enjoying it quite a bit is because you just see it as a bit of play. It is. It's just play. It's just. It's. I mean, I like to have a cohesive sort of theme for it. Um, you know, whether whether it's like random objects or colours or I don't know, whatever it is. Mm. Um, but it doesn't necessarily then lead straight into kind of whatever I'm going to do from February onwards. Yeah. Um, so I think I will, I do want to spend probably December and January thinking about those ideas of like, where the, where do I, where do I want to, go next year as it's in. interesting to sort of um follow as the months go on anyway how about you how are you recording yours are you it's yours very planned out no no well I mean I gave you a lot of um flack for your mind map but I actually haven't got mine written down they're all just mm. ideas in my head I haven't even got them on like my notes oh up my on gosh. my phone or anything so like I've got wow. 
my commissions planned out. Yeah. Of um, the one thing that I have learnt from this year is that I'm not doing, I'm not planning anything for July and August, like for the middle of winter. Yes. I'm just going to assume that my kids are going to be sick all winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not not <laughs> laughing as like. But, I, I mean, just... <laughs> when I heard that, it was one of the flappers that wrote in and, and was telling us that's what she does. Yeah. I was like, that is what I need to do. I can yeah. no longer expect to get work done until my yeah. kids have, I don't know, gotten all of the bugs. Is that a thing? Yeah. I think so. I think once my children were like a year or two into school, it definitely slowed down. Here's hoping. Uh, yeah, touch wood. Um, I mean, they'd still get sick, but definitely like the kinder years were like the worst for sure. It was just like, because all they do is lick stuff and put it in their mouths and not, not wash their hands. So yeah. it's just rampant, isn't it? Yeah. Like at least by the time they're a bit older at school, they're kind of, it's instilled into them to like not lick a table and maybe... This winter was so gross, seriously. Anyway, um, so that is so that is like my one thing I have sort of planned mm-hmm. is not taking some work some of the year and that I've got my commissions planned out. But yeah. outside of that, so I'm loosely starting to come together with some ideas for my exhibition at the end of 2025 and mm. I might actually get my florist friend from a local florist involved for that. Mm. But I want to have a play around with it first, so I'm just going to mm. do a couple mm. with her and try them out before I commit to 12 of them. Yes. Yeah, and it'd be quite nice to see you do just some play pieces. Well, yeah, that's what I thought. And so I've been thinking about maybe doing some smaller works just to try those out. And mm. I've had this idea in my head for ages of doing like a single stem in a beautiful gin bottle. Mm. Mm. And so I'm thinking about trialling those out on little small pieces. My first instinct was, oh, I'm just going to do it big and I'm going to go two metres. Yeah. And, and then I went, oh, do you know what? I should probably just, before I commit, <laughs> I'm really actually even thinking about planning some of this out in a visual diary which I haven't done since I was at high school even if it's just like a stupid you know tiny two second sketch thumbnail sketch yeah yeah Yeah. I just am all of a sudden I feel like I've got all of these ideas and I don't want to just lose them but I also feel Mm. like I need to see them on a page Mm. because I think what's in my head and what I can articulate with my hand is there's not always because I've got like an idea for a series of clouds as well and I'm like I'm not going to have time for all of them so right. it might be trialing a few and seeing what works and sort of building on that yeah. from there. And maybe even doing something like, um, like yeah, just like like you say, like smaller 30 by 30 or 20 by 20s and just but really um, loose kind of just underpainting almost just yeah. to see like does that composition actually feel like something that if I squint my eyes and step back from would be cool to do big and, yeah. you know, Which not, is not necessarily things that you would sell or anything like that but just to kind of – Get it out, put it, yeah. put it down. It's not a way I've ever worked before, but I'm interested mm. to try it and see if it fits. And it might not. I might try it this year and then next year go back to like planning out everything. <laughs> but I'm kind of, I'm wanting to experiment a little bit more. And I think this is going to be the way that I'll, yeah, yeah. so we will, we will see. Mm. Have you got any ideas that you're kind of, that you're thinking about? Like, have you got anything that sort of. Like threads that I want to pull. Yes, that's a really nice way mm. of saying it. Um, well, there's, there's definitely, I've ordered some more glasses, glass, like glassware, glassware. Not, not glasses that you put on your face, um, glassware, yeah, that's the word. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to, I've, I'd like to paint more glasses. I think that's something that is in, intriguing me and, mm. and fruit. Um, I've, I feel, um. I definitely feel like I want to, I mean, I know I've painted glasses and fruit. <laughs> People will be like, well, that's not new. But I, you know, like, you know, when you have an idea in your head that's new for you. I don't think it needs to be a new idea. I think it's just whatever you want to focus on or what yeah. you want to push a bit further. And Yeah, yeah. I just feel like I want to push that a bit further. Um, and like you, maybe do more smaller works first and just sort of see how they go and I think I, I really I quite enjoyed doing the little rounds that I did for Gallery de Novo um, where I, I did something that I've never done before which is painted um, I painted the same composition four times but um, I changed the direction of the sunlight so it was um, yeah like some a lem- lemon slices and an olives on a plate and all I did was when I was photographing it was spin the plate ever so slightly like a quarter turn 
Um, and so the composition was the same pieces of nothing you know, on the I plate moved. I that because I looked at them for ages thinking, what is she, what is What's she different? done there? Like trying yeah, to figure it out. Have you moved the lemon or have you? No, it nothing. It never occurred to me that you'd twisted it to change the light. That's so creative. I love that. Oh, you should definitely talk yeah. about that on your, on your, have you and I just missed it? No, I haven't talked about it at all. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I wondered if you'd like put up an Insta post and no, I just like, mindlessly I haven't. liked it without I haven't, reading. I haven't. Not that I ever do that. I hadn't really even, um, like, I don't know. I hadn't even really thought it was interesting enough to share, you know? It oh, was I something like that it. I found, I found it really interesting to do, yeah. how it changed the composition quite dramatically. Um, and I, so that is something that I really want to pull on. Yeah, that, I'd like that, to see and, you. And I, and I, because I really enjoyed the peaches painting that if anybody saw on my Instagram, I loved that. Um, that's that's gone to an exhibition um, at gallery, um, Flagstaff Gallery in Devonport. They've got um, a thirty, is it a thirty-year exhibition? Oh, God, thirty by thirty wrong. paintings for their thirty years. Was that right? Yes, I think yeah. so. You know more than God. No. I knew that, um, and I really enjoyed that. I loved that, and I've got some similar photos that I oh, took cool. off obviously like you know you, I do. Think you never just take one photo how, what your interest in light and how that plays out it'll be so mm. interesting to keep following that this year so many yeah. more anyway oh this it's just you know when you just and I think like you are very good at being disciplined about that and that's something that I really um I really admire about you and I really have I, I see you as such a um like someone who is very very good at staying disciplined to following through with ideas and things and I can be a bit like shiny object you know <laughs> theory of the mind what else is in the hat um so I do think that I would like to be a bit more like you and I think you you inspire me to kind of Aww. stay with something and the fact that and not in the kind of copy and paste kind of repeat no, yourself way but in yeah. a very much more um that you you can make you know two different paintings of uh hydrangeas say for instance like very very different and dynamic and interesting but you're still the same subject matter and still the same color palette and, mm. and there's so much similar but there's still so much difference yeah and i think that that's where i want to try to dig into is not going off on wild tangents too much but sticking with something that's interesting to me and just tweaking it ever so slightly mm. like like twisting that plate and when I did that and I was like oh I like that and then oh I like that and then I thought well they would look that would cool, look cool as if I'd, yeah as I as I said and so it just goes to show that like it, there is sometimes the subtlest change can just be something mm. that is just is interesting sometimes I think that every painting is just a study of light in some way mm, like whether mm. it's abstract or not it's mm. like how light impacts things is yeah. and how, how your light how your eyes see that and mm. transcribe it is so much of what painting is about mm. well for me the art that I'm interested in and the art that I like I know always has like a kind of um there's like they've they've captured light well mm. and that for me is I find more visually appealing for my taste you know that you know I'm not necessarily mm. drawn drawn to kind of a a painting that's all very monochrome in tone and um mm. well not monochrome what's the word um mid-tone yeah I, I don't that doesn't excite me as much as if there's a lot of, sort of much more light I still contrast. think that that's it's still a choice about how you exactly. portray light on a canvas like exactly yeah oh, I don't exactly. know I think that's one of the really interesting things about being an artist and choosing what to do is like everyone's just choosing how to taste, show light yeah. like yeah it's the same you know I feel like it should be like the next so you've got paints and you've got brushes it's the next tool in the what do you want to call mm. it medium it's one of the things that you have to decide what to do with every day. I reckon we probably need to wrap yes. up there. But did you, I mean, were you? did you get any good fails this week? I haven't been looking yes, diligently. Yes, no, I did. I have got a fail. I was looking at Sierra Roberts's Instagram and she 
shared a funny she shared, shared shared a story that was a fair, basically a fair one. I said, "Can you please DM us or DM me and tell us the story because that would be a great fail for the pod." Um, so anyway, she sent me a voicemail, but I haven't played it yet. So I'm going to play it live here. We'll have to just see how that goes, really. Um, <laughs> so anyway, here's Sierra Paint. Her Instagram is Sierra Paint. Um, Sierra Roberts and her fail. All right, here's my fail for today. It's a beautiful sunny day in Wanaka and I'm outside prepping and gessoing my work for a couple of shows I've got coming up. I've got a brand new 10 litre bucket of gesso, just dipping my paintbrush into it and I <laughs> trip over it, knock the whole thing over. It's literally brand new. And I knock it over um, right in the dog path where we've got three sheep dogs that walk on the same path for some reason. It's all worn out. So knock the paint all over there. And uh, asked my flatmate, well, what's the best way you reckon to clean this up? And they reckon just hose it down until there's no more white. <laughs> all, that, all that did was I ended up just hosing white paint all over the entire lawn and spent <laughs> two and a half hours out there hosing it down. So, yeah, not my best day. <laughs> I hope you're doing good. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> so I will have to get her to send a photo because... And put that in the newsletter because it it was a lot of white paint. Oh when I saw her story, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But she had put laughing emojis, crying emojis, laughing emojis. So I knew that it was like she was she was gonna be fine about me asking her to share it. But yeah, ten liters of gesso. Oh my goodness! Good grief, poor you, Sierra. Thank you for being a good sport and sharing that. Well, I'm just seeing your open mouth, which isn't great pod content, but. I was just going to um, say thank you to everyone who um, voted for us in the podcast awards. We obviously <laughs> didn't get that far, but um, it was really we nice. Didn't, to we, see didn't your, we didn't win. We didn't win. Anything. Um, but we were, it was really lovely to see everyone's little messages saying, I voted, I voted. Yeah. And like, you know, we're winners in their eyes. <laughs> and that's all that matters. It's all that matters. Um, yes. And also, I wanted to say thank you to a lot of lovely artists who reached out to me after last week's podcast. Um, I know I did um, a little bit of get a little bit of watery eyed at one point. Um, I do feel a bit like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be that person that's like, sounds like every week they're just like crying and fishing for compliments or I don't know, like being just sad and pathetic and always crying. <laughs> but um, I, it, I do get emotional when I get, when I talk about things. I can't help it. It's just who I am. And um I, I I know that a lot of people are struggling at the moment and to have these messages, you know, of solidarity and support and just, oh, you know, I was crying all over again with some of them. So you know who you are and you are lovely and I really appreciate all of you. And I just hope that anyone else that's listening, you know, don't don't worry if you didn't send me a message, that's fine. <laughs> don't have to. Um, but anyone else who's listening who is struggling at the moment, um, you know, with this current cost of living crisis, as they love to call it, um, and struggling selling your art and just struggling with thinking, is it worth it? And do I persevere? Like, I hope you don't give up. Mm. And, you know, I just want to all give you a virtual hug and say, you know, we're sitting in it with you. And it, it's a really, it is a really tough time to be an artist, but the only thing we can do is just keep going. And yeah, we will get there. It can't last forever. I think that it's a if you are struggling it's a really great time to reach out to some people in your community if you don't mm-hmm. have one go check out the flap facebook page there's yes. been some really yes. messages on there and i love seeing people reaching out and helping each other whether it's questions about you know subject matter for paintings or advice on technical stuff or actual or just, just like a lovely like, i'm i'm having a really hard time yeah please do come over to the facebook page it's a really lovely safe space, a lovely community, and um, everybody's welcome. I just kind of, like, I find I love our Instagram page, but it is a little bit more funny, haha. Yeah, and yeah. The Instagram page is, like, just silly and and kind of anyone, obviously, in the whole internet can read it. But the Facebook page is a closed group that only flappers are in. And I think that's what makes it lovely. Right. Um, have we got any people to thank? We have a few people to thank 
for some Ko-Fi money from last week. So thank you, Caroline, Kristen, and Manu. Thank you guys so much. We obviously still aren't a sponsored podcast, so your Ko-Fi dollars does actually go a fair way for us, and we really appreciate it. Um, and if you can't, then please just follow the show, share it with a friend. All of those little things count just as much, and we feel, you know, it's we appreciate your support and the messages that we get every week is just amazing. We try to read everyone and it just means the world to know that people are listening and getting, you know, a bit of pleasure and a laugh and <laughs> feeling, you know, I don't know, like it's it's just been so nice to be to for people to say that they've missed us and that they like they love that we're back. It's just really a warm and fuzzy feeling. Yay. <laughs> okay. Well, that just about wraps that up for this week. And um, I feel like we sort of did cover a topic. <laughs> there was a topic in there somewhere. I'm sure if we... Uh, um, <laughs> yes. Get our magician's hat out and pick some choice pieces. It'll come together. <laughs> Good luck with editing that, Julie. Well, I'm just going to leave it all in. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I think I need to go to bed. And I um, I look forward to chatting to you again next week, Julie. Until Thank next you. Time. Chat soon. Bye. Um, keep keep failing. Bye. We went trampolining <laughs> today. Would not recommend with sinus. Isn't that a spectator sport where you've got kids? You just like put them on. Well, there was this one room where there was like full of balls, and so you got to like throw soft balls at your kid, and it felt oh. quite a lot like therapy. That sounds good. <laughs>